Yo, yo, yo. Before this episode begins, I want to give a special thank you to Tan for correcting me after the show and letting me know that Sisters with Jeeps is a group effort and she is not doing everything alone. So I want to let all those ladies know that are doing the work with and doing the work for Sisters with Jeeps that we love you. We appreciate you. I want to make sure you get your credit and your shine as well. I appreciate y'all. So through the interview, you're going to hear me using the word I and you as if Tan is doing everything. But I want to make it very clear, just like she made it very clear to me that she is not. I don't ever want to discredit anyone or make someone feel like, you know, their work isn't being appreciated because it is. So I just wanted to say that before it begins. And I hope y'all enjoy the interview. Year, what is going on, everybody? We are back. I'm your host, Rob. Got another episode of From My Experience podcast with you today. I want to thank you all for the continued support. Thank all the listeners. Thank all the subscribers to the Instagram page. Thank you to all the subscribers and the people adding to the conversation in the Facebook group. Oh my goodness. I love y'all. Thank you so much. We're starting to get 50, 60, 70 comments under these posts about all of these topics. Thank you all for continuing to give me inspiration to come up with different little uh, series for the podcast where we kind of delve deep into some of the questions that we ask and some of the opinions that we have about things. I really appreciate that. Now, today we have a very special guest. As y'all know, I stay on Instagram looking for interesting people, looking for interesting organizations so that they can spread the word about what they're doing to other people so that you all can follow and support them. And I'm definitely, definitely supporting black business owners and especially female black business owners. Y'all have a special place in my heart. So as y'all know, um, well, some of y'all might not know, the first time I actually drove a Jeep was last year when I worked at Avis Budget. And I fell in love with it. I always loved it from a distance, but I never had a chance to drive one. And now that I've driven one, I'm, you know, trying to think of how I can get rid of my car so I can get one. And (laughs) and the wonderful guest that we have today is going to tell us more about her group and what makes her group special, why it started, and what the mission is. And we want to share that message message with you all today. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we have the founder and president of Sisters with Jeeps, Miss Tan Davis. Woo! (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you on this wonderful day? I am well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, doing all right. You know, just finished my first week of uh, virtual teaching, so it'll, it's 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 interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Yikes! <laughs> um, Good luck to you. Thank you. I got to give you a big thank you for um, starting Sisters with Jeeps. I love Jeeps and I love Sisters, so it's two things mm. that I love come together, and it's so beautiful. I love I love the Instagram content and I love the merch. I'm like, man, that'd be cool if it said brothers with Jeeps too. But you know, I might get I might get something from y'all anyway to support. I, I think you should. I think you would look nice in a in one of the hoodies. <laughs> okay. Okay, bet. You know what? I'm gonna buy a hoodie. Yeah, and you know what? It would definitely be a conversation starter. Uh, you know, I am single, so uh maybe I yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll get a sister with a Jeep. Right, right. <laughs> she'll she'll probably say, Hey, where you get the sweatshirt? And there you go. 
<laughs> so tell us about the origins of Sisters with Jeeps. What what inspired you to get this started? Um, well, it started back the end of May um, after the very public lynching of, oh gosh, I just went blank. Um, George Floyd. George Floyd, yes. Yeah, George Floyd. Um, I, I live in Houston, Texas. And so there are several uh, Jeep clubs, organizations here. Not many of them are black. Mm -hmm. um, and there definitely was not a black female uh, Jeep club or organization. So um, it was just the lack thereof that created or forced me to create uh, Sisters with Jeeps. So I, you know, contacted a couple of um, ladies that I knew that had Jeeps and, you know, we had a meeting and um, I kind of rolled out to them um, the vision and uh, what I would like you know, to happen and how they could assist. And here we are where we turned four, no, three months on September 4th. Really? Yes. You have done a lot in a short amount of time. Yes. Yes, we, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Yes. <laughs> People don't believe that we are only three months old. Man, and you got merch already? You put me to shame with my podcast. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing this for almost five years, and I don't even have merch yet. But this ain't uh, about me. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, that is fantastic. And, you know, guys, gals, make sure you go to sisters.with.jeeps on Instagram. The, the logo is spectacular. Who, who came up with that logo? Uh, one of the one of the sisters in the organization, um, I kind of, you know, threw out there what it is that I would like to see. And they took it from there. And, uh, and here we are. That thing, it looks is really dope. Thank you. <laughs> like so um, looking over your questionnaire here um, and. You said you looked around and you saw a need for several things, and one of them was to stop being silent about issues that are important to you. That is correct, yes. So what are some of those issues? Um, well, one is, you know, the lack of camaraderie within the black community. Um, you know, I, oftentimes I talk to my mother about the, the 60s and 70s and, and how things were uh, back then. And, you know, the circulation of the black dollar within the um, African-American community. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was just, it was, back then it was more, I'm my brother's keeper. Yep. Back then um, we were more, I felt uh, we were more connected um, as, as a race than we are now. Um, I honestly believe that uh, integration messed us up as a race, uh, but that's a topic for a different day. I, you know, I'm I'm on the fence with that one, but I see where people mm -hmm. come from when they say that. I can see why. We, it's like we weren't ready, mm -hmm. and we didn't. We weren't. We weren't raised on the same principles as people of other cultures. And like you said, you can tell by looking at their communities. Right, right, right. And 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 you know, to be honest with you, when you look at other races, African-Americans are the only ones that feel like we have to be a part of others in order for um, something to be legit or something to be big or ex yep. explosive. You know, you have um, 
Asians that come over to the United States and they only want to connect with each other. They only want to build a community that will service them. Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? They, they create their own schools, their own banks, their own restaurants, their own everything. Everything and where when they you go don't there, their people are packed wall to wall in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and the and the dollar circulates only within their community and then they send it back. You know, we can even look at um Asia is huge. Yeah, but they have one language that everyone speaks regardless, and that's Mandarin. You, you see what I mean? So yeah. that in itself shows you how that race is dedicated and committed to always having some type of connection with each other. And, you know, you bring up some good points. And I think that's why people like you, when you're inspired and you start organizations like this, where people can come together and be with people that look like them and share in a common interest and work together for the greater good. That's what it's all about, especially in our community, like you just said. Um, <laughs> it's interesting, especially once you become, you know, I, I consider you a business owner in that realm. You start to see, you, you really get, and people don't really get this. When you own your own business and you have to start doing business with people, especially your own people, you start mm-hmm. to see the issues a lot more. You start to see the the complaints, the arguments, and it's like, man, you don't you don't go haggle these other people. You haggle me, or right. you'll you'll come and talk to me and pick my brain for all this information, but then you'll <laughs> go do business with somebody else. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and won't give you credit for anything. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm with you. I just had a conversation with my friend about about that this morning when I was sending her some information. But and of course, we're not talking about all people. But these Absolutely. are just some. These are just some of the struggles that we go through at times, y'all. Um, but it's very real. You know, if you're gonna support black business, support it wholeheartedly. And if you don't understand something, ask a question. Like, you know, I, I see the common thing of, oh, y'all selling T-shirts for thirty dollars. Ask them why their T-shirt is thirty dollars. You you might be surprised. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> Supply and demand, okay? We're right. not Walmart. I can't order five million for fifty-five cent each. I got to order twenty at a time, and it costs me more. I got to make a profit. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm not gonna preach. I don't say that probably about the last five podcasts because it gets under my skin. Because mm-hmm. you know, if I'm gonna support, I'm support. I'm gonna go on your website. I'm gonna buy something. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna buy something. I'm not just gonna have you on the podcast and just be talking about it. I'm gonna buy something and I'm gonna post about it and talk about it and try to get other people come to come to you. That's what we have to do for each other. That's how we grow these businesses, y'all. That is that is so true. And and just to add to what you're saying, uh, what we do on Instagram as well as Facebook is every Sunday uh, we have Support a Sister Sunday, Ooh. and um, I you know request that. Um, Sisters, if you know a sister that own a business or provide some type of service, drop their information, you know, down so that other people can can see that and patronize that that business. So we do that every Sunday. We do. I love that. That is that is very powerful. I've seen a few other outlets do that who have large followings and that could be mm-hmm. tremendous if you have you know oh absolutely you know if someone has 50,000 followers and you you let me drop my link or you say hey go support sisters with jeeps you know if half of those people or even a fourth of those people come that can take the the, the organization to the next level that is you know? true i'm not yes. taking them away from you you're just exposing them 
to more people within the community that are doing something that they may be interested in. That's what we got to do. Yes. But we yes. got to sometimes we feel like we got to win too. We got to win or we got to do it all by ourselves. Nobody help me. I'm self-made. Huh? You want to do 10 times the work? Right. Right. Okay, whatever. Uh, all right. Let me, let me get off my soapbox. Uh, you also said you wanted to create an outlet for women who look like you. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and what I mean by that is going back to what I said earlier about uh, the Jeep groups here in, in Houston, Texas, you have several uh, majority white um, mm -hmm. Jeep groups, you know, here in Houston. I never joined any of those groups because I don't, I have, um, hmm, let me see, how can I say this and be politically correct? I, I, I just say it. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm real. It is very hard for me to be fake. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I'm, because I am around others a lot when I go to work, when mm -hmm. I come home, I like to, uh, be around people that look like me, that understand me, yeah. that, um, um, that can relate to me where I don't have to, uh, explain myself, yep. uh, justify things, yep. um, you know, and, and, and things like that. So that was the, um, uh, pretty much the, the basis of, uh, Sisters with Jeeps. I wanted it to be something where, first of all, a sisterhood, a true sisterhood. And, and yeah. that's why we're, we're growing the organization slowly. We, we get, um, messages all the time about, you know, bring a chapter here, let's do this, let's do that. Uh, but we want to grow it slowly because we are genuinely trying to create a sisterhood. Right. Like I, I want to know your kids. I want to know your spouse, right. um, and do life things with you outside of this Jeep. Um, so that's what I meant when I said when women that look like me, um, that oh, can, man. yeah, that can create, that can relate to my experience yes. or, or, or not, but can understand it because I'm not going to relate to everything that another woman go through. Right. But, but, you know, I will probably understand it or at least try. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I completely get what you're saying, um, especially with the work thing. I mean, me being in education, 95% of the people I'm in the building with are white. And, right. And 3% are probably on the custodian staff, and there might be <laughs> two or three other teachers. So I, mm. I, everything you just said resonated with me wholeheartedly, <laughs> and it does feel good to come home and be around your people where you can relax. And, you know, because whether, you know, some people may say, oh, I'm real all the time. You still want to preserve what people think about your culture, because whether you want to represent the culture or not, you're a representative of the culture. So, Absolutely. You know, I'm the, I'm the first example. <laughs> Say that, that again. <laughs> whether yes. or not you want to represent yeah. the culture, you are a representation of the culture. Yes. You know, I realize that as a black teacher, you know, I'm a black male teacher. I'm the first one. You should see the look on the parents' faces on me, the teacher mm -hmm. night. What are you doing here? I'm teaching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here and I'm going to be your kid's favorite teacher and they're going to talk about me every day and you're going to end up loving me by the end of the year but mm. I definitely feel you. you you hit something that really touched my heart and it makes me think of the way I grew up the way you describe the community of not just I'm I'm in the organization I take pictures y'all see me with my jeep no it's like hey I know her 
I know right. her family. I know her. You know, we hang out. We do things together. That's how I grew up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I used mm -hmm. to know who lived next to my right, to my left, and the three houses across the street. Like, it was a community. Yes. Like, you know the people in your organization. That is so important. And, that, and I'm so glad you're taking the time with the slow growth because then you can you can kind of weed out the people who just want to be a part of something versus the people who really want to invest into the organization and help it grow and bring in like-minded people. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we, we're in that process too. Awesome. Because we, we have some of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do y'all have like... Yeah. um. You have like bylaws and stuff like that. Like, how are how are y'all uh, structured right now? Uh, oh, absolutely. What? Being that uh, being that I am an Alpha Kappa Alpha woman, you hey. had to have known that we would have bylaws and constitutions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, I know. I'm a noob, so I got uh, you. Okay. Yes. Pretty on my left. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. man. <laughs> so if someone wants to become a part of the organization, if a sister wants to join, what's that process like? What does she need to do? Well, um, the first thing is uh, we invite them to kind of come to our next event. Uh, our prime example is our next event. We're going to do a, a family beach day. So we'll invite them to come to the family beach day. That's for two reasons. One, for us to see if we connect well with you and for you to see if you connect well with us uh, because it needs to go both ways. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we invite you, you know, we'll invite you out to something that we're having. And then we kind of go from there. Um, when you come out, we kind of explain a uh, little bit of things like, you know, 75% participation, mm -hmm. um, you know, with things where you have a problem with xyz i don't want to tell you everything that's like in the bylaws and stuff you. but yeah um and and based on you know their responses to those type of questions then we uh you know we extend and invite into the organization or not oh. um yes mm. yeah it's, it's it's written on the uh website if you go on the website that we reserve the right uh, to do that. Tell them the website real quick. Tell them the website. Um, it's www.sisterswithjeeps.org. Yes, that would definitely be in the description as well. Um, mm -hmm. I like that. Very thorough, very organized. Um, you're setting a good example. So those of you out there, <clears throat> brothers and sisters, looking to start your or an organization or bring a community of people together, you know, the bylaws and things like that, it's called... It's called upholding that accountability. We got to hold yes. each other accountable, man. We have to yeah. hold each other accountable. And, you know, some people just might not be ready for that. And if you're not ready, that is fine. Come back later. But <laughs> we that's the only way we can move. We got to move together. We got to be on one accord. Absolutely. So you also talk about giving back to the community and to uplift and inspire women and kids. So what mm -hmm. are some of the things that y'all have done and um, plan on doing? Well, the, the very first thing we did, um, okay, we started on, we had our meeting, uh, meeting of the minds, I'll call it on June 4th, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, I met with the other ladies and I kind of told them, uh, when I say the other ladies, it was like maybe five other ladies. And um, it kind of, you know, rolled out what I was thinking, what I would like to do 
and how I would like to do it, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like three days later, we had our first event that we were doing. I mean, everything was really quick and it was with um, the largest chapter of Delta Sigma Theta in Houston. Um, Yes. Uh, And they had a food bank um, drive. And so we participated in that. Um, That was the very first thing we did. Um, Another thing that we've done uh, most recently was uh, a back to school drive, but we didn't do just any back to school drive. We adopted a family. uh, And um, what we did with that family, this particular family was special because the two kids um, had a near death, um, a car accident. And so uh, one had to have uh, several uh, surgeries on the on the brain and they haven't been able to go to school for a while. This was their first year back Mm -hmm. um, in school. So what we did was we adopted them and we bought all of their um, uh, school clothes uh, with with shoes and socks and all of that um, included backpacks and et cetera. Uh, So that was the last thing that we did. I'm speechless. <laughs> that, you know, kids, that you know, I already got a soft spot for kids. That, yes. That's absolutely amazing. That community outreach piece is so important. Um, absolutely. Oof. Oof. Talk about representing the culture. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, my thing is this. It, it truly takes a village. Yeah. I'm from a small town. I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. And I grew up with my grandmother's house was next to uh, my aunt's house, which was the sister of her sister. And then across the street was the other sister. And then you, you understand <laughs> yep. what I'm saying? So so the whole block was ours. Right. You, you, you know, so I I grew up uh, like that. That's 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 all I know. Uh, my I don't have kids of my own, but I had five nephews right. and. And there wasn't a, a, a Christmas, um, anything that they participated in that me and my other sisters were not there for. Right. Family. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And yes. Speaking of your family, you said your mother and your grandmothers were your greatest influences. What were some of the things that you saw them do that inspired you to become the wonderful sister that I know you are today? <laughs> uh, well, both, uh, you know, all the ladies in my life, I, I should have said aunts as well. Um, they're very strong women um, and not because there weren't males uh, present. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, my father was very present in my life, uh, but my mother, it, it, to be very frank with you, my mother had bigger balls than my father. You know, she was, um, she was more assertive mm-hmm. than, than my father was. Um, uh, my grandmothers were, uh, very knowledgeable about, um, history uh, they made sure that you knew certain things and, and so that you could understand and appreciate the now, right. you know. So um, that's why I said what I, I said. I, I spent a lot of time with my grandmothers when they were here. Um, and I spent a lot of time with my mother. As a matter of fact, I um, on Thursday, I flew to Louisiana to spend the day with my mother. Oh. To take her, yeah, to dinner and just come back. So, 
um, yeah, those ladies are very, very important and um, uh, influential uh, in my life and who I am now. Wow. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now I miss my mama. Now, now I gotta go to South Carolina real quick. Yeah, you need to. You need. You need to. Oh yes. So, only have a couple more questions for you. Um, one, you know, five, ten years from now, where do you see the organization, or where would you like to see the organization? I would like to see Sisters with Jeeps um, around with chapters around the world. Um, when I came up with the concept, I didn't want a concept that was just relegated to a particular city mm-hmm. or a state. I wanted something that could cross uh, state lines, country lines, and um, and people, women of color uh, could connect and um, relate to it and want to be a part of. You have sisters that have Jeeps in Dubai. Um, wow. <laughs> so yeah. so I, would, I would like for there to be a chapter uh, there. Um, and I know that it can happen because I have Soros that's in Dubai um, that have started a chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha in Dubai. And so um, if they can start a chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha in Dubai, I can start a chapter of Sister with Jeeps in Dubai. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You most certainly can. <laughs> and lastly, uh, two more things. Last, well, this is going to be my last question. Okay. Um, for the young men, or and especially the young women out there who are thinking of doing something similar to what you have done, or just want to bring their community together in their own way, what words of wisdom or advice do you have for them? I would tell them, like Nike, just do it. You know, uh, a lot of times, a lot of times I think that we kind of um, uh, become discouraged because we're trying to put too many pieces together in the beginning. Um, uh, Sisters with Jeeps, we are infant and and it's still in the infant phases and we're just three months. So we're making mistakes. Uh, We're having to go back and redo and rename it. I mean, we're having to do a lot of stuff because. Uh, we're just we're just starting out, and that's what happens in the beginning. So I would recommend that they just go ahead and just do it, and then you just you learn along the way. You know, the the process is I think more important than the promise because it's mm. everything that you learn during the process that makes the promise that more fulfilling. I wish y'all could see my face. I you know what. <laughs> No, for real, because all of the the entrepreneurs, business owners, creatives that I interview on here say uh-huh. something similar. And wow. The, yeah, a lot of people's biggest issue is they get so caught up in the research, so caught up mm-hmm. in wanting to get everything. I want to start off just right. You're not. You're going to yeah. mess something up because this is something you've never done before. Yes. <laughs> You're going to yes. mess up. And starting is the hardest part. Don't take something that you can start within a month and take three years to do it. So it's so much stuff will have changed by then that uh-huh. you have to tear it down and rebuild it. You <laughs> just have to start. Like I tell people that all the time. I didn't start, my podcast was nothing like it is right now when I started, I promise I'm sure, you. I'm sure, I but you kept you. going. I kept yes. going. I was like, uh-huh. I love this. Okay, this uh-huh. doesn't sound good. Let me buy a better mic. Okay, my mm-hmm. computer's crap. Let me get a better computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me get a better logo. 
oh, let me start, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just all kinds of stuff. Now, now yes. I have to work on getting my time zone stuff right. So, uh-huh. yes, <laughs> that would be good. Yes. <laughs> Even though I put the question in there, it's it's still mm-hmm. I don't know. I wish the app would like do something. I don't know, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely appreciate that. So I also want to give you the opportunity now, promote any events that you may have, any web pages, websites, all of that. Listeners, this will also be in the description. And y'all already know I'm going to post this on my personal Instagram page, which is complete underscore vision, the podcast page, FME underscore podcast, and in the Facebook group when this episode drops. So tell them, you know, where they can find you, what's coming up, what's going on. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, we have uh, on October 10th, uh, we have a breast cancer cancer awareness ride that we're doing here in Houston around the 610 loop. Uh, this is open to all Jeepers. And I'm saying Jeepers, H-E-R-S, women that have Jeeps, regardless of race, uh, we would like for all Jeepers to come out and ride the 610 loop, you know, with us. Uh, I think that's a great opportunity uh, for us to show unity uh, with there being so much division uh, within the world right now. So that's on October 10th. On October 30th, we're doing a roll to the polls uh, because nice. that's the last day of uh, early voting here in Texas. Um, so we're going to caravan to the polls and vote uh, collectively. Uh, that currently is just for Sisters with Jeeps. But um, if you would like to come out and roll to the polls with us, uh, you're more than welcome. We are not concerned with your political party or interests. Uh, that does not matter. We would just like for you to come out and exercise your right and responsibility uh, to vote. Uh, those are the two things that we have coming up in October. Our website is www.sisterswithjeeps.org. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um, let's see what else. I think that's about it. All right. <laughs> well, Tan, thank you so much for working through my slackness and technical difficulties today. Thank you, Rob. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate your time and your patience. I appreciate everything that you are doing for the sisters with Jeeps and for the community and for the kids. You are definitely a special one. You are awesome. You're spectacular. And I want to see you win. And I'm buying something today from Sisters with Jeeps as soon as I end this podcast. Uh, <laughs> now, I want to also thank my listeners one more time. Thank y'all for joining us. You know where you can find us, FME underscore podcast on Instagram. From My Experience Podcast on Facebook, join the group. If you have a recommended guest or if you want to be a guest, you can hit me up, podcast one at gmail.com. We love y'all. Be safe. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, and financially. And we will take, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you, Rob. <laughs>